0: Welcome, Pastor Tom. Let's give the Lord praise this morning. He is worthy. Let's give him a shout. Yeah! Thank you, Lord. Well, guys, go ahead and take a seat. I'm excited to be here this morning, but at my age, I'm excited to be anywhere. How about you? Hey, I've... This this is the day that the Lord's made, so let's be glad and rejoice in it, right? This day is like no other day. This day has been designed by God very uniquely, on purpose. I often tell guys, have a great day on purpose. It's important for us to be intentional. And so um, I've been around for a while. Um, I've got one of those... Uh, Uh, Birthday is coming up. That's kind of a milestone um, in another week from Saturday, actually. I love uh, May. I think it's the best month to be born. I'm a little prejudiced. Um, It's awesome. It's the fifth month of the year. Uh, The biblical number of uh, five actually represents grace. And so I just am so thankful for the grace that God has poured out in my life. And uh, I've just been given an opportunity to share that grace with others that I come in contact with. And each one of us, guys, we have the opportunity to do that. That God is truly, you don't have to be born in May just to have God's grace poured out on you. Um, it's any time. Um, we need to ask for it. Ask for the grace of God. Ask for the favor of God. And he'll give it to us liberally, without measure. And so it's very important. One of the things I learned in life that uh, I did a career change back in 1995. I was in the automotive uh, truck, diesel, engine field for a number of years and uh, got it put in my heart to prepare for pastoral ministry, which I did not want to do. I totally resisted. But Father Knows Best, right? Some of you guys remember the old show, Father Knows Best. And you just come to a place to surrender and say, God, you know best, I surrender, and you can do whatever you want to do in my life. I'm willing to follow you. And um, it's important to do that. And uh, so I was doing a little calculating uh, this morning. I wondered, this is the day that the Lord has made. I'm going to be glad. I'm going to rejoice in it. I'm going to look for every divine appointment, every opportunity for me to... Uh, just share God's love with somebody and um, we need to plan for that we need to look for that we need to be ready for that we need to be flexible and so I calculated the number of days that I've been alive and this is day 25,557 that sounds like a lot right well it is a lot but I know some of you guys have been around even longer than that. I I look at Bill back here. Bill, we a couple months ago we celebrated your 90th birthday, right? You could never imagine Bill is is 90 plus. So you've got a few few thousand days on me. So uh it's awesome to have the opportunity, but it's one day at a time. Every day is important and they add up over time. Uh there's good times, there's times that aren't so good there's challenges we walk through but i've heard it said that if you're going through hell don't stop even if we're going through the valley of the shadow of death the important thing is to keep on going keep on trucking right keep on taking those steps hey i want to thank you guys that uh come out every week um it's just awesome because you are what Reload is about. It's, it's about Christ in us. It's about Jesus, right? Christ in us, the hope of glory. Um, I can look around the room here and see some guys that I've invited personally. The latest guy is pa- Paul Farmwald uh, in the back there, Paul. Let's welcome Paul. Let's first, first time. He answered the call. But I look at the same table and I see Dennis that I've Invited personally here and thanks Dennis for coming out. I Look at the table right here, and I look at Jack Jack answered the call. That's awesome I look over here, and I see Ben invited Ben out and several of you, but um, it's important for us to invite guys Because that can make an eternal difference in their life, you know to me I often tell people it's about impact You know it's not about what I do um, you know, we're making a transition here in leadership, immense in ministry. I'm passing the baton, and formally we're going to do it in a couple weeks from today. But uh, it's never been about me. I see Pastor Todd back here today, and uh, he led this ministry for seven years. He passed the baton to me 12 years ago, and uh, we're, just, we're still running. And uh, I'm going to look forward to keep running. Uh, following uh, Pastor Tim in the future. I tell guys, sometimes, you know, in, in the uh, corporate world, it's like the former leader needs to, like, leave and move out of the way and not get in the way of the future leader. Well, I've told the guys around here where I've uh, passed the baton and other areas of responsibility that I have here at church that I don't want to be in the way, but I want to help. So if I can help, um, but if I'm ever in the way, tell me you're getting in the way, and I'll step out of the way. But um, I just love what God's doing here. Um, it was about 30 years ago that we actually launched the men's ministry um, when we moved on this property, 1993. And so it's got a lot of history here. This format of the Tuesday morning meeting Started like 20 years ago, 20 plus, probably 21 years ago, and it's been working, right? And it's still working, and it's going to keep working. And so it's important uh, for you to have involvement in this, just to answer God's call to be here. But this morning, I want to talk. I uh, titled this message "The Journey," and um, it, uh, it's it's the great adventure. I often. It he heard people say, this is the great ad- adventure, and that adventure is life itself. Um, our Father has just an amazing journey for each and every one of us. Um, it's filled with excitement and adventure. Um, it's vitally important that we discover and pursue what will take us on that journey. And... Um, It's not something that we create ourselves. I mean, we can try to do it, but we're not going to do the best job at it. Um, God designs that journey for us. He designs that road for us. It's our job to discover what that is. Um, I want to share a scripture with you in Matthew chapter 7, and I'm going to read this, just two verses here. Enter through the narrow gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter in through it. But small is the gate, and narrow is the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. We've heard Jesus say that, and uh, the thing is, is that the gate to death is wide, right? You can just fall into it. Um, You don't have to search for it. It's just there. It's part of culture. Um, It looks really good, but it's not necessarily good for us. Uh, There's just a lot of temptations in the world. But sin is fun for a season, right? But it'll keep you longer than you want to stay. It'll cost you more than you want to pay. It is just very dangerous for us, for our soul, for our spirit. We're created in the image and likeness of God. And it's in this order. It's spirit, soul, and body. And when we come into this world, what comes naturally really has to do with our flesh and what we're attracted to. And so we need to be intentional. We need to be intentional to find that road to life. Because like it says in scripture here, that that gate is narrow. We need to look for it. We need to have brothers around us to encourage us to pursue that and not just fall into the trap of just what our flesh wants. And our soul is not a very good leader. And I'm talking about our mind, our will, and emotions. But our spirit, our flesh, will try to lead naturally. But we need to be intentional and let our spirit lead. In Galatians 5, it talks about if we walk in the spirit, we won't fulfill the lusts of the flesh. So being intentional, it's not easy, guys. We need to be intentional. We need to be on purpose to let our spirit man lead because our spirit man lasts forever. That's the, inter- the eternal part of us. See, our flesh only lives so long. We want to live so long on this earth physically, but spiritually we live forever. And when we talk about impact, when we talk about the road that God has for us, the plan that, has, that God has for us, it has eternal impact. And the important thing about impact, I always talk about, talk about impact because that's the most important thing. Where can we have the greatest impact is where God has called us to be. That's where we're going to have the greatest eternal impact. Um, it's not about numbers, but it's about impact for eternity. Um, you can think of our fingerprints. When we have our hands on something, we'll leave a fingerprint, right? But if we leave, uh, d- take one of those foam pillows. If we would put our hands on a foam pillow and just squeeze a little bit, it leaves an imprint, doesn't it? So you take your fingerprints, can turn it into an imprint, and then move to an impact where it can have an impact. An impact for eternity, and that's really what we want to look for is that type of impact. Uh, The road to life, it's a narrow gate. Like I said, the road to death, it's a wide gate. Um, It's easy to find. How many of you guys have been on a road trip before? Been on a road trip? Uh, What's the longest road trip anybody's been on? What do you think is a long road trip? Randy, you've been on a long road trip? Out Out to Montana? How many hours did it take you? Wow, twenty-seven and a half hours with only bathroom and food stops? That was it. Anybody longer than that? Hey. To Kalima? Forty-four hours. Do we have a prize for that? Tim, <laughs> do we have anything that we can give Doug? <laughs> do you have a reload journal yet? <laughs> Bring that journal back to him. We got a winner. 44 hours. Wow. There's now, therefore, no competition for those that are in Christ, right? <laughs> it actually says condemnation. But, but, yeah, no competition. I thought I was doing good. I did, like, 36 hours from San Diego to Hudsonville one time. But uh, 44, you got me beat. So... Hats off to you, Doug. Awesome. Oh, you traded drivers? No, I'm talking about you doing the driving. All the driving. No, I, I didn't explain myself well enough. No. Yeah, take that door prize away. So, yeah, road trip. What happens on a road trip? You've got to have a destination, right? Um, so you gotta pick something. But what I'm talking about today is is letting God pick it. Let God pick our destination. But then again, we've gotta make the choice, right? Okay, if we we talk about heaven or hell, we can pick heaven, right? Yeah, God's got that road planned for us. Uh hell is not God's plan for us. Death is not God's plan for us, but God's plan is heaven and eternity. But it's more than just that destination um, us committing our lives to the lord kind of like fire insurance right like okay we make that decision young or older and but then we've got uh, some years in between right that's about living our life on uh, earth for the lord and taking steps towards that so it's making that plan it's uh, picking a destination But then it's uh, getting ready for that. It's uh, uh, packing for it. It's uh, getting your vehicle ready, right? Um, Getting it filled up with gas, getting the oil changed, making sure that there's air in the tires, making sure that the tires have enough tread on them. And it's getting ready to take that trip. And so uh, going on that journey. And so let's talk about uh, John 14. I really... So laid out here to where Jesus is sharing with his disciples. Um, he has spent three and a half years with them. And then he's preparing them for the future and talking about just what's going to happen. That he's uh, giving up his life, that he's going to die. He's going to be resurrected. And uh, the disciples don't like that plan. But it's found in John 14. And, and let's just share a few verses here. It uh, just the plan that He's got laid out for them for their future. Uh, Jesus said, "Don't let this rattle you. You trust God, don't you? Trust me. There is plenty of room for you in my Father's house. If that were not so, would I have told you that I'm on my way to get a room ready for you? And if I'm on my way to get a room ready? I'll come back and get you so you can live where I live and you already know the road that I'm taking. Thomas said, just happens to be Thomas, Master, we have no idea where you're going. How do you expect us to know the road? Jesus said, I am the road, also the truth, also the life. No one gets to the Father apart from me. If you really knew me, You would know my father as well. From now on, you do know him. You've even seen him. So Jesus is the road. It says he is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. That's the road that we step on. And really, I always encourage you guys, and I've shared this before, but there's three biblical types of men we need to look for. We need to look for a Paul a brother that's been farther down the road than what we are. Paul says, follow me as I follow Christ, right? And so Paul is following Christ on this road. The road is Jesus. He's following Jesus. Look for a Barnabas. A Barnabas is a soul brother. A Barnabas is somebody that's walking on that road with us together. They encourage us. They challenge us at the same time. They're there for us. They pray for us. But then there's the Timothys that we need to look for, that model. Their name doesn't need to be Timothy, but it could be. And, uh, somebody that you can pour into their life. Somebody that you can encourage. Somebody that, that you can tell them that they've got what it takes, right? And uh, Christ in them, the hope of glory. So it's important to realize that Jesus is, in, is uh, the road. Uh, faith is the vehicle that we travel on that road having trust in him and he's got a plan laid out for us it's our job to follow him on that